Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the County Corner podcast. This is an episode that we didn't expect to record this week as yesterday on Tuesday we recorded our weekly episode and we were planning on getting it edited some point today, getting out tonight. However, then the big news came at 10 o'clock this morning that Ross County have parted ways with Malky Mackay. So what we've done is we've gathered up my two guests from last night's podcast. First of all, Stephen, welcome back. I, I didn't expect me back so quickly, Ross, but it's a pleasure to be here. And we're also welcoming Ross County Support Liaison Officer Kenny McLennan, who was our special guest last night, back onto the podcast for a very quick fire reappearance as well. Hi guys, how are you doing? Um, can't say too much about my next appointment, but uh, you know... <laughs> <laughs> there you go there's an exclusive on the podcast and finally to round off this panel as well is our returning guest from a couple of weeks ago he has very kindly joined us despite being on a week of annual leave and he probably thought well this is going to be a really quiet week you know an international break thought he timed it really well oh no no he didn't he's still here to talk about all things ross county ladies and gentlemen it is andrew henderson Hello, everybody. I didn't expect to be back this quickly either. Um, and you're absolutely right. You know, the last time I had time off from work, I think I didn't miss a single Ross County match because of the postponements. It's a bit, bit more uh, dramatic this time around. Yeah, just a bit. Just a, just a wee bit. So, um, yeah, Stephen, let's start with you. Initial reactions to the news this morning. Yeah, I'm a wee bit shocked and disappointed, to be honest, Ross. Um, I've got a lot of time from Malky. Um, and I feel a wee bit sorry for him. Obviously, it's from the already the initial sort of press reports. It's come as maybe a wee bit of a shock to him in, in the sense of about you know obviously being asked to clarify that he has been sacked. Um, I've enjoyed my time as a fan with, with Malky in charge. Do you know what I mean? So on that side, it's a disappointment. I I understand it is a results driven business, and and Roy pays the checks there at the club. So I get that the decisions obviously have been made, but. It's just the one a bit of sadness and disappointment for Malky. He just maybe didn't get a bit more time to, to especially with this sort of run of home games coming up because it's so tight in the league right now. And um, but one thing for sure, the decision's been made. So whichever way the club goes, whatever direction they go now, they, they have to get this one right. Kenny, what was your reaction when you saw the news this morning? Uh, much the same as Stephen. Actually, I got quite a shock when it when it bounced up. Um, and, and like Stephen as well, I had a lot of time for, for Marky too. You know, he was always approachable and um, he brought a lot more to the club than just being the, the, the football manager, you know. So, yeah, it's a bit, you never like to see anybody losing their job and um, it definitely wouldn't have been an easy job for, for Roy and, and, and Fergie to make that kind of decision, you know. So, and as Stephen says, it's a, a results-driven business and obviously the results haven't been haven't been great the last, the last few games. So, um, and Saturday was obviously a disappointment, you know, getting a game that we really should have been taking three points from, you know, and, uh, you know, um, them, them sort of leapfrogging us and, you know, getting a bit of a bounce from a new manager and stuff, you know, so it's kind of, sort of maybe set a tone, you know, but um, that's what a lot of people seem to be suggesting. But I think it's probably been in the boil for a wee while with, with the results, the way they've been going and stuff like that, you know, so um, it's a shame. Um, you never like to see that sort of thing happen, but... Uh, Yes, yeah, football, you know, I guess. And that's it's, who would be a football manager, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Comes with yeah. absolutely no job security nowadays. And it seems no. to be even less and less as the years go on. So, Andrew, what was your reaction to it? Because obviously you're, you see it from a slightly different angle with the, the media work and things like that. And it certainly didn't seem from, you know, the, the days spent around the club that Malky was someone feeling the pressure and expected 
something like this to potentially be on the cards? No, you could kind of get an impression towards the end of last season that it was a stressful time. And, you know, he, he was really feeling that pressure that just naturally comes with a, a relegation battle, but in particular with County being cut adrift a little bit. And, you know, the way the playoff final went, that I've, I spoke about it last time I was on, that'll take years off of anybody's life. Um, <laughs> it never felt like he was back at that stage. It never felt like he was back approaching that. Um, and I know results, as the other guys have said, haven't been brilliant. There was the Celtic one in there that I was like, you could probably take that one out of it. The rest, you know, he's talking about being really positive with three draws on the road, in a row on the road. That was more difficult to say than I thought it was going to be. Um, in a week, and everything I thought was all set to like turn around. And we talk about this next run of games coming up. And I thought this was a real opportunity for Malky to sort of put his stamp on it and, and really start putting those uh, points on the board. And then, I, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm peeling back the curtain a little bit here. Uh, we got a, a message in our group chat with some of the local journalists and Jack, the Ross County media guy, uh, about five minutes before the announcement came out to say, there's news coming. And he didn't say what that news was, but of course, when you hear that, you're like, well, must be something fairly big. And my first thought was, <laughs> is, is somebody poaching Malky? Like, is, is he going for some reason? And then the announcement came out, I was like, oh, oh, wow. Um, I don't want to be too dramatic about it, but my jaw literally jo- dropped. I was not expecting that at all. So yeah, like suddenly this has been a, a total whirlwind day. I haven't even really been working, but just trying to read up on everything that's been going on and what yeah. said in response and try to figure out what the odds are going to be, who could possibly take over. It's a whole thing, Ross. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's a, yeah. quite a stressful way to spend a, a day of annual leave, isn't it? When you're not supposed to be doing any of stuff and then all this is thrown upon you. I can understand that. It was my day off today as well. And I was thinking, oh, I'm going to have a relaxing day. No, then all this happened as well. So yeah, um, really just quite crazy. I mean, we spoke about it in the podcast last night, a bit of a spoiler of which will be the next episode after this when it gets released probably around about the weekend that we thought it was maybe a good time for the international break to come around because of that run of form it allowed the kind of the squad to to reset yeah. you know um mentally and and physically as well but you know didn't expect anything like this you know obviously when you look at the numbers it's nine matches without a win and you know, the the loss on Saturday was disappointing and you've seen St. Johnson have that new manager bounce as well with Craig Levine going in there. And they've leapfrogged County up to, to 10th now with County dropping down to 11th and only uh, not at the bottom of the table on goal difference. So you wonder if all these factors are kind of being taken into account. Obviously with the two weeks off as well, it allows, you know, you to, or Roy or Ferg or anyone there to kind of start a recruitment process potentially of, of how you know, how to move forward, you know, how to improve the results. And yeah, it's, I think it's one that's surprised a lot of people. I think it's, it's not just us as well. Um, yeah. It's, it's certainly been quite surprising. And as Stephen said, you know, the next appointment is going to be crucial. You know, it's going to be very interesting to see what route the club go down there, because are they going to go for an experienced manager who, you know, is used to kind of, battling whether it be in relegation battles or around mid-table and maybe just trying to reignite their career or are they going to go for a young manager you know there's been, there's been names typed out there we'll go through the the short list that you know we've made up in a little bit but you know are they going to be trying to kickstart you know their career looking at this as a potentially very good opportunity because despite obviously our position in the table everything is so close I mean we spoke about the run exactly. of between now and Christmas and yeah 
you'd think they're a lot more favourable than the fixtures that we've just had, you know, especially with the, the four of the last five being away from home, whereas the next four out five are actually at home as well. So, you know, in terms of a squad as well, it's a strong squad. Like you look at that squad on paper and you've got players like Eamon Brophy, Kyle Turner, Jan Danda, Simon Murray, Scott Allardyce, uh, Ryan Leake, Ross Laidlow, who's knocking on the door for an international cap as well. And and it's a strong squad. And I think it's actually going to be a really attractive job for people out there. I don't think it's going to be short of applicants. I, I certainly think that, you know, in previous seasons where there's been a managerial change that's needed to be made, maybe in, you know, in mid-season likes of when uh, Ketz got sacked and, and Yogi came in, but also, you know, when Malky was appointed as well, there was obviously a bit of a rebuilding job in the summer, but in like that kind of mid-season, the squad wasn't as strong as it is now, yeah. you know, and mm. you look at that and if, and if a new manager comes in and gets two or three you know, back-to-back wins, all of a sudden you're shooting from 11th all the way up to 4th and you're yeah. being like heralded as, you know, this, you know, fantastic decision and to to come in and it's, it's a really, it's, it's, I think it's really fine margins is what it's been over the, the last eight or nine games. I think, you know, we've obviously had a lot of bad luck in there with likes of the, the two games, the, the one against Aberdeen in the League Cup and then the Celtic game when you're playing 18 minutes with 10 men, you know, you're, your backs are against the wall there and that's a tough task regardless of what team you're coming up against. You know, there was, there's maybe a couple of games in there where you're disappointed that you didn't take more from the game. Like, so the, obviously the Motherwell match where we were leading 3-1 with about five minutes to go. Um, Livingston at home as well. And I think Malky was really open about that as well. He, he spoke about it in the, the press conference last week is that, you know, over the course of the first like 11 games, it has just been fine margins and they are disappointed that they didn't take points in those specific games or more points than they did but they know how to improve it they know that they're capable of taking more points than that's in in those yeah. games when they obviously come back around so it's um yeah it's 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 a really interesting time it's going to be really interesting to see what names are are linked um Stephen I know that we were looking at shortlists courtesy uh, sent through courtesy of Andrew um, yeah so was there anyone on there that kind of you thought that's an outstanding candidate or is there anyone that you're, you know, any names out there that you thought would be, you know, decent appointments? Well, Roy's come out in an article and just the past while and stated that he's looking for someone that sort of touches at Alex Ferguson. And when I saw that at first, I thought, well, there's not many of those managers around. Yeah. You know, the, the calibre of a Sir Alex. But what he's obviously referencing is he's, he's wanting us, uh, the manager to come in and basically go and challenge teams in their own on the, in their own backyard and, and sort of show that mentality that the reason we're here as a as a as a club is we're here to fight and we're here to scrap and we're here you know again I suppose it's like putting our stamp on it as a Highland team in the Scottish League. This is what Roy was sort of talking about, you know what I mean? Um and you're sort of going, well, are is he thinking along the lines of if it's Sir Alex Ferguson, he's not thinking of like a, a Wimbledon type team, you know what I mean, who it's up and at him and, and scrapping for everything on that side. But I think what he's meaning is going in there and being able to compete. So you're looking at the managers potentially that have done that. So again, there's a couple at the very top of the tree which are being sort of tipped as favourites right now. Neil Lennon's one of them, which I understand and I think Roy does have some form of relationship with Neil as far as, you know, they're they're they know each other well and have spoken to each other. Uh, Callum Davidson's another, again, someone that's, you know, 
won cups by going and winning games in Ibrox and all that stuff as well. So I'm probably looking at people like that would fit that mould in the Neil Lennon and Callum Davidson and think that they would maybe have that sort of... I mean, it's hard to say someone of that, you know, a Sir Alex Ferguson quality because there is really none other than that. But for that mentality of people that we could go and have proved that they can go and compete in other people's backyards and win points and win games, then they're the sort of two candidates right now that, that stand out to me. The only other ones that I look at are maybe younger managers if he's looking for someone like that. And the other person that I've sort of looked at would be Reese McCabe, who I thought is playing some really good stuff with Airdrie and, and playing some really good football. But again, he's such a young manager. Do you know what I mean, it's a, it's a big undertaking. You're probably looking at this. We're, we're talking about earlier, and Kenny said I mentioned someone coming in and hitting the ground running. It's very much, you would probably need to have a bit of experience at that level to do that. Do you know what I mean? To quickly turn things around. Yeah. I mean, Kenny, we'll move on to you then as well. Can you see it potentially being a more experienced manager that then comes in the door similar to, you know, Malky's credentials in, in his footballing uh, career and his management experience or, do you potentially see it being a, a younger manager, perhaps? I mean, obviously, we're, we're talking about, you know, names on a shortlist as well. Um, it was announced that uh, Don Cowie's in interim charge between now and when an appointment's made. And if I think yeah. he'll be in charge as well for the Kamarnik game if an appointment's obviously yeah. not been identified and made by that point yeah. as well. So, you know, yeah. what kind of profile do you think they're going to go for? Uh, to be honest, looking at, looking at the list, I mean... I quite I quite like the sound of Reese McCabe and Don Kerry, you know, as a as a partnership. But you're you then looking and thinking, well, who's going to come in? You need somebody who's going to come in that's got the experience, has been at that kind of level before in the Premiership, and is going to get an immediate reaction from the squad we've got. And you're kind of thinking, well, maybe somebody like Neil Lennon, maybe somebody like Callum Davidson, um, yeah. Uh, it's a difficult one, you know, because to make that kind of decision now, when you know there's games coming up where, as you, you rightly said, Ross, where we could could potentially pick up some points, we really need to get somebody. We really need to get that bounce from that person coming in. You know, we need we need the squad to react to that and 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 get that kind of um, immediate sort of reaction. So. Yeah, I'm sure Roy, Roy, we all know Roy's, Roy doesn't do these things without having some sort of like plan in the background or, or you know, some sort of like um, battle plan. So I'm, I'm sure he's, he's he's been pondering sort of what, what which way he would go with this, you know, but because uh, um, he's never a guy that's going to be left with a rug being pulled from underneath him, you know, the way the kind of business deals that he's involved in and, and the people he deals with. Um, so... Yeah, it could be it could be somebody like Callum Davidson, you know. Um, you, you just you just don't know. But um, I don't know. There's something there's something pulling me towards somebody like Reese McCabe and somebody like that, you know. It's um, um, but then yeah, it's you need the experience, you know. It's a risk, you know. He's doing well with 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 in the, in the league he's in, but could you try you know could you transport that into the Premiership and 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 take a club that's second bottom and start getting them to pick up points very quickly you know and, that, and that's a big job that's big actually an interesting point as well because Andrea I'm interested to get your thoughts on this what do you think is more important maybe with this appointment obviously Roy's spoken there about the 
you know, the challenge to go and challenge these big city clubs and, you know, show them that, you know, we deserve to be in the top flight. It's not like we're just outsiders anymore. So that potentially brings a change of style, but also, you know, a yeah. change of like motivation, potentially a, a mixture of the two. So in terms of right now, what do you think is, is more important with this managerial appointment? Is it the 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 man motivator going in there and and just raising the levels and, you know, motivating the squad and obviously they've been in a bad run of form, but, you know, picking them back up again and just try and rejuvenate them. Or is it that change of style with likes of a, obviously we've, we've seen the football that Reese McCabe's Airdrie have played this season, you know, up close in the league cup match. And, you know, that would be quite a drastic change of style from what we've obviously seen over the last like couple of years compared to what McCabe looks to bring in in, in his squads. I'm not going to be able to give you a very, clear and definite answer here because my answer is going to be it depends on how long term Roy and Stephen Ferguson are looking with this particular appointment the last time they changed manager during the season they got Yogi in until the summer and then this whole revamp at the end of the season saying this is what the club's going to be this is where we want it to go depends if they're going to try and do something along those lines and just get somebody in to motivate them lift them out of where they are until the summer and then take it from there basically um if they are looking more at let's get somebody in now help them build something you know maybe change a tactic and accept that there might be some teething problems with that in the middle of the season and that that's going to lead to some risk you might well be looking at somebody like reese mccabe you might well be looking at one of the younger managers who have made an impact in the lower leagues um, or somebody else who can come in and say, we're going to invest in them for the next two, three years. This may just be me as a journalist being biased because I would love to be talking to them in a press conference every week. If they're looking at somebody shorter term to the end of the season, I would love to see Neil Warnock come up finally <laughs> in Scotland. I don't know how likely that is, but I would love to be chatting to him and, and doing that interview every single week and being like, what are we going to hear today? Um, on the list that I sent you, I mean, I'm not saying any of them are likely, but there are other guys there who would be like, I would really want to interview them. That doesn't necessarily mean they're the best fit for the job. That doesn't necessarily mean I think it's actually going to happen, but it all depends on the priorities, like I say. Um, you know, Malky built a lot behind the scenes at the club. It wasn't just on the pitch stuff. It wasn't just a style of play. Malky totally tried to revamp the recruitment team. Um, uh, he invested in the the sports science, the medical side of things. I think ideally you're looking for somebody who can come in and build on that. Even if you're going to lose personnel in that for whatever reason in the future, you're looking at somebody who's going to still set a lot of faith in youth development, those sorts of things. Um, whether that is this appointment, whether that is the next one, if there's going to be an interim, that's long-term what you're going to be looking for. So yes, maybe somebody like a Callum Davidson would come into play there. I don't really just want to keep repeating all the same names. Um, but yeah. I, I will make a couple of points based on what, what's just been said. I thought it was very interesting that in the official statement released, there wasn't any mention of Don Cowie being an interim charge. Now, we have since found out that's the case um, through my colleagues at the Rosher Journal. But that, to me, does say they're looking to make an appointment quickly and have some D in, in advance yeah. of that first league game. And that is how Roy tends to do it. I know he's also said tonight as we're recording this, he hasn't started the process of recruiting a new manager as yet. He said the same thing when Cats went a couple of years ago and within four years Yogi was in, right? Like you say, Kerry, he has a plan. He's not stupid when it comes to these things. He will have somebody in mind that he's going to go to and say, do you want this job? 
Whether he's officially approached them yet or not, I can't say for sure, but he will have somebody in mind that he wants to come in and take over. So if that is uh, a Neil Lennon, a Callum Davidson, a Scott Brown, a Reese McCabe, any of the other names that we could potentially float around, I would expect something to happen sooner rather than later. So I hope you're going to be quick at editing this, Ross. Yeah, I am. I am literally. I'm just going to put the intro music and the end music, and it's going out. Literally, there's no messing about because I, I don't want to wait until tomorrow, wait in case there's more news that comes out, and then all of a sudden we're back to square one again, adding another bit onto a podcast. So yeah, no, I'm not having a repeat of that. So, um, yeah, obviously we're alluding to um a list, a mm. short list that yeah. was made up. Uh, so this list was via uh, Sports Lens. That's how I would say it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll, yeah we'll that's, that's how you pronounce it, but I, I can't say I'm that familiar with them. No, n- neither am I actually. So, um, Neil Lennon is favourites at three to one, Scott Brown four to one, Kevin Thompson seven to one, Callum Davison eight to one, Ian Murray at Wraith Rovers is ten to one, Ian McCall ten to one, David Healy's twelve to one, Reese McCabe fourteen to one, the return of Derek Adams is at sixteen to one, and then. Uh, we've got likes of Charlie Mulgrew, Jim McIntyre, both at 16 to 1, Neil Warnock at 20 to 1, Chris Wilder at 20 to 1, who was touted quite heavily for the Hearts job back at back yeah. in March and April, wasn't he? Aberdeen um, for that as well. Yeah. Um, Steve Bruce at 25 to 1, Mark Hughes, who's just left Bradford City at 28 to 1. So, yeah, there's a few interesting names on there, a few interesting odds. I mean, we posted a, a a tweet earlier on today about some of the names that we heard and, and some of them are on there as well. Calm Davison, Neil Lennon, obviously Don's taking interim charge. We had him on there. Kevin Thompson, Reese McCabe, uh, Jack Ross is another interesting one. He's obviously been out of football since uh, leaving Dundee United uh, last season. Uh, I think he's actually... He's at Newcastle. Newcastle. He's at Newcastle United now, so I think he's probably settled there. So I'd be surprised yeah. if he would leave the security of that job with their development, isn't it? I think it's in the youth development side of things. Yeah, that's understandable as well. Uh, Mark Fotheringham, who was quite a highly regarded coach over in Germany, had a brief spell at Huddersfield in the middle of last season. It didn't go too well for him there, but obviously he's familiar with the club. He spent a season up here. Uh, Scott Brown, uh, Ian Murray, Neil Warnock, and uh, David Martindale was another one that's uh, been mentioned there as well. So, yeah, a few interesting names, a few comments down below as well. Like uh, Ian Holloway, um, and uh, an Icelandic football uh, UK page posted um, linking us with Arnar Gunlaugsen. Uh, mm. apparently, apparently, he's away off to a, a Swedish side, but you know he's been very successful over in Iceland. Won two league titles and four Icelandic cups. So we're talking about you know appointments made in the past. <laughs> they have been very left field. I think I think it's safe to yeah. say that um, you know over the years, like sort of. Owen Coyle, um, even like Kets and Fergie being an interim charge, then Yogi and, and Malky, they've never kind of, they've never been high like on the, the short list. Like at favourites, it's always come as a bit of a surprise. Even Jim McIntyre, I would say as well, was maybe one that caught a few people by surprise. And Stephen, you might be able to advise me a little bit better on this with your knowledge, but I don't think any of them were quite favourites for the jobs when they when they came about. No, if I remember right, McIntyre was approached by Roy himself, even though there's a shortlist, Roy had approached McIntyre separately from that to speak to Queen of the South, so where he was at the time. Um, so yeah, a lot of the time, you know, there's speculation and obviously what you will have is you will have agents straight away touting their player and trying to up the odds to get, you know, to catch the attention. Um, and again, it's it's the manager merry-go-round, isn't it? Whoever's yeah. available at the time and that and stuff. But you never know. Roy might be looking at one of the other clubs 
you know, I never thought of Davy Martindale, but that's that's one that could potentially be, you know what I mean, if there's a bit of insecurity at Livingston. But I'd expect him, if there was an opportunity coming up, that he would look at maybe something closer to home and the, the central yeah, yeah. belt if that was the case. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's yeah. always the benefit of going for someone who's not attached to a club at this point in time is they're, they're probably needing employment or looking to get back into the game and it's easier to track them back up north at that point in time. They are knocked back by St Johnston as well, didn't they, when they made an approach? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, St Johnson tested the waters. Would it be yeah worth doing well, that, again? That's don't true. Know. Don't you know, know. Just, just, just purely speculating. Yeah, purely speculating on that. A couple other names were uh, Gary Boyer, who uh, left Dundee at the end of last season during the summer. Obviously, got then promoted back up to the the Premiership. Uh, Steve Evans, uh, he's down at Stevenage just now. I think I'm correct in saying he was another. That's one right. Yeah. Mention. Um. So yeah, a few interesting. Names and sure, yeah. choices. Can I throw a couple more in there that I don't think you've mentioned at all, Ross? Oh, go on. Uh, yeah, throw a few more in. I, now, I'm going to preface this by saying I have no inside track of who's about to be appointed. This isn't me saying somebody is. <laughs> I feel like I have to say that just because I am a journalist in this. I'm surprised. Says, hold on. Says the Highland Fabrizio Romano now. Come on. <laughs> so, I'm on holiday this let's, let's not, let's not Let's not get away from the fact he's sitting there with a Tom York. Beta 57A sure microphone. <laughs> I'll notice. I didn't even notice that. Um, I'm surprised Tam Courts wasn't in the running yeah. there. Um, just because he did get Dundee United into Europe and he's currently unattached. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dougie Emery, I know you can look at where Martin are in the championship right now and, and think that's not a great situation to be taking a manager from, but everything that you hear from Morton is that that is a much bigger mess than it looks because of the work Emery has done. And I'm only really throwing him in because I know Malky's talked really highly of him. So if he's had those conversations with the likes of Fergie and Roy, maybe mm. he could come into thinking. Um, another one, just kind of because you mentioned Cats and Fergie coming up from the youth side of things, I'm wondering, I, I don't really think this is likely, but is somebody like John Kennedy at Celtic going to look to step out and be a number one? I think he had the opportunity to go south with Ange Postacoglu in the summer and decide to stay with Brendan Rodgers. So I, I'm absolutely not saying that's likely, but if you are going to look at somebody who is maybe willing to take that step the way that they've done in the past and, and that sort of profile, you only hear good things about Kennedy. So just to add to the list for speculation and for people to discuss, I guess. Oh, a speculation yeah. like that. You're living up to the nickname pretty well there. I'll give you that. <laughs> um, no, I think, I think they're all fair suggestions, especially like of Courts, because uh, his last job was over in Hungary, wasn't it? And he left it, I think, yeah. halfway through last season. So, um, yeah, he's an interesting one that doesn't seem to get linked with many jobs when they come up. Which... I just I just wonder, obviously, there was the incident previously at Dundee United with Ross County fans where he was involved, yeah. and I just wonder if they would maybe stay clear of that because of his involvement in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just wonder if that might be something that would the club would be hesitant to go for. What I would say in relation to Roy, and I know this sounds really sort of strange, but we know how sort of short-term football can be, but apart from the odd appointment here or there which Andrew rightly said was you know that sort of short term to get into the end of the season the majority of the time that Roy does give managers somewhere on average between two and a half to three years on a job which nowadays is quite unheard of for a football manager you're lucky if you're like mm-hmm. a season or even a second season exactly how, yeah. how many managers nowadays actually reach 100 games in charge of a club yeah you know, it's, it's probably very very few 
So it'll be an attractive proposition for any manager if they think, well, do you know what? If I'm going to go up north and take the risk in it, I know I'm at least going to get a chance at it. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. what the majority of... Even think Malky's start at first. You know, everyone was after the first nine games or up to 11 games, wasn't it? Um, we hadn't had our first win when yeah. Malky took over. And Roy, Roy was very much stoic in the thing when someone asked him, did you think at the time to sack him? And he went, well, no, actually. If anything, that added to my resolve because I could see the difference it was making. It just wasn't, you know, transferring onto the park. But we knew that the worm would turn at some point on that. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, that's one thing I suppose we've got in our favour is that it's an attractive proposition. We're going to, we're not going to be a, there's not going to be a shortage of candidates, that's for sure, because they know they're going to go to a chairman that's going to fully back them. Yeah. Let's put it that way. And uh, and as you say, they're, they're potentially going to get two and a half, three years out of it, you know, with, you know, given a shot. So, And potentially the money from Ross Stewart will be appearing yeah. You know, at this point in time, depending on what the structure of the deal was, so whoever's turning up and now will get an opportunity to assess the squad, and has the opportunity then in the January window to to bring anything in that they feel would strengthen it, and there'll be finance for it there. So, again, you're not going in and being told well, you're not getting any finance. You're you're probably going to get told that you've, there's there's the opportunity if you need to change things around. You, we're we're going to back you to do it. Yeah. And it's not just the backing from the board as well. One of the things that Malky really tried to do over the last couple of years was tie down the playing squad for a long yeah. There's a lot of players there that are signed up past the end of the season that'll give somebody yeah. that platform to build on too. That's a very yeah. good Yeah. Yeah. And as, as well as that as well, there is a few um, players expiring at the end of the season. So it's one of the first priorities for a new manager coming in to speak to these players. Obviously, Andrew, you asked about Will Nightingale last week and and the uh, the articles came out about him wanting to to stay past January at the club. Stay, yeah, and right. you know, there's other players, obviously, like like say Jan Danda, I think is the you know the one that everyone knows that his contracts up at the end of the season. Uh, George Harmon, a, a few others as well. That you know, is that is that going to be one of the main priorities when manager comes in is to obviously assess his playing squad at that moment, but then aim to get these guys tied down on new deals as well as obviously the the guys that are there longer term too. So yeah, it's a it's a really interesting time. It's gonna be really intriguing to see what names pop up over the the next few weeks. And I'm I'm not expecting any wild ones like Sir Patrick Clivert that came up about ten years ago <laughs> when uh, <laughs> You know, uh, when when Derek left, unless likes of um, I, d- I don't know, I'm p- picking out a name. I did laugh. I think someone said that Marcelo Bielsa has been spotted in Dingle Tesco or something like that, which <laughs> taking me only laugh. Um, but I think uh, he was coming. It's coming out of Renato's. That's what it was. He was coming out of Renato's. All right, that's okay. what it was. Yeah, there we go. There we go. So, yeah. yeah. Look, who knows? But then, who knows? But then look at look at look across the bridge. Who saw Duncan Ferguson coming up to Cali? I yeah. know. And you kind of half wonder it's if maybe just like. The bounce yeah. that they've had has maybe yeah. factored into, you know, the. So you just don't like know this. what's what's in the mix, you know. Mm-hmm. You were saying it before, you know, how many of the last few appointments have come out of left field? We've seen it happen over the bridge. Absolutely, it could yeah. be something that we haven't mentioned at all that we haven't even heard yeah. of. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's why I wanted to throw in the, the Icelandic. Uh, manager there or um, the, the tweet from the Icelandic football page because it was just quite intriguing you, ne- you never usually see names like that, that pop up but who knows, yeah. who knows? so well how, yeah. how many fans of Celtic heard of Ange Postacoglu before he arrived 
oh well we've all seen the right. um, the reaction to when he was initially appointed likes of on like Top Sport and things like that when right, they were all, I, yeah that's the Alan Brazil wasn't it and stuff and they were like this must be a joke and that and they weren't saying that so you know <laughs> sometimes it's it's not about the the the, the name or the brand or, or whatever they call it these days it's about getting the right person that'll will fit the bill and obviously as you said. Kenny and uh, Andrew that I'm pretty sure Roy will have something already lined up or has been working behind the scenes to look at as many options as possible that when the time has come and it obviously is now that he can go forward with that and, and try and get someone in Yeah, I think if we'd, I think if we'd been further up the league ending this season and further up the league then maybe these thoughts would not have been around but they probably were around at the end mm-hmm. of last season they probably were already in the mix potentially thinking well, you know, if we did part company who would we go with? So there could have been initial discussions happening there. You just don't know, you know, but well, uh, um, I'm sure they'll to, have something. Sorry know? to jump in, Kenny, but Mark yeah. was very honest about that after the Hearts game. I think that he was open yeah. and said that they had him at Ferg and, and Roy had discussions about, you know, how to go forward in that short space yeah. of time. And, you know, yeah. obviously Roy and Ferg decided to, to stick with Malky and, and it turned out to be the right decision, you know, but yeah. um, obviously the conversations have come back around again and they've decided to make That's a right. change. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I've just got some numbers here. It was 903 days uh, Malky was in charge for. He's... Uh, Managed 105 games, won 31 of them, drawn 25 and lost 49. So there's a win percentage there of 29.5%. That those stats were courtesy of or courtesy of the the Staggy Archive, who posted them earlier today. So yeah, um, it's going to be going to be interesting, really, really interesting. I think Indeed. at the point, uh, Pine Borville usually put out the tweet of um, longest serving managers in the SPFL. I think Malky was the second longest serving behind yeah. David Martindale, which mm. you, know, you think of that two and a half years, as, as Stephen said, you know, how many managers get two and a half to three years at, at clubs and it's yeah. very, very few. So yeah, um, we're going to keep a very close eye on what goes on. We'll tweet out any names we, we've heard that are linked or articles and whatnot. And yeah, we'll we'll see kind of what happens over the next few days so everyone thank you very much for joining me on this very short notice podcast Stephen I know you're needing to to get away so I'm wrapping up very quickly yeah. for you no I'm going to start any rumours up but I've got to go right now but you never know you might see me somewhere else very soon yeah well, there you go there you go that's a good teaser for the there's end of the an podcast. exclusive for you like Jim and Steve me and you the dugout <laughs> 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 Kenny thank you again for coming on Cheers, at such short notice after last night as well we'll get no that problem. episode out at the weekend and yeah. Andrew thank you very much for taking time out of your annual leave to, to go over all this craziness it's probably just been like a day of work for you so <laughs> yeah just without the deadlines it's been fine yeah right. well, <laughs> we're comfortable with that so so yeah that's our summary of all the news that's gone on today all the rumoured shortlists and everything like that um, yeah we'll just see what comes over the next few days